Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle, and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of Creative Habits Podcast. Happy New Year, and I hope everyone is having a wonderful couple of days in the New Year. How you doing today, my love? I'm well, how are you? I am blessed. So, um, my love came up with a, a great, wonderful topic today that I'm very curious into uh, diving into. Well, we're going to talk about the burnt toast theory. What's that? This is an idea that if you burn your toast in the morning, you can relax a bit knowing that reality is saving you from accident. Reality is saving you from accident. Elaborate. Yeah. So, obviously, you know I have a problem with TikTok. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And I'm on there frequently. And there was a story that occurred and someone is explaining how it was a result of the burnt toast theory Mm -hmm. like gratitude it is a good mental health tool which is an example of pranoia the belief that things go your way Mm. despite challenges and skepticism the power of pranoia lies in its ability to help us navigate life with a sense of optimism and faith in the benevolence of the universe, much like the burnt toast theory. So it encourages us to embrace the bad things that happen because they're usually a good reason for it. Exactly. Uh-huh. The burnt toast theory is really about zooming out and knowing that in the grand scheme of things, We're exactly where we're supposed to be when we need to be there. So burnt toast theory isn't really a theory in any meaningful way. Rather, it's a way of looking at inconveniences in life as being actually beneficial by saving you from unknown tragedies that would have happened if the inconvenience hadn't happened. Correct. Hmm. The burnt toast theory has resurfaced on social media when referring to the Alaska Sky Airline flight as a perfect example of its premise. The aircraft carrying 177 people from Portland, Oregon, to Ontario, California, sent panic throughout the plane. The plane landed safely with no serious injuries. No one was seated near the plug door that became detached during a flight, but it allegedly were scheduled to be on a flight, but the people that were supposed to be sitting there where the accident happened missed their flight. Hmm. So the people who missed their flights, typically missing a flight is seen as a major inconvenience and is a major concern for many people when flying. However, for those two people missing their flight may have actually saved their lives. An actual example of what could be considered burnt toast theory's premise. Accepting these little interruptions as happy accidents can make you feel more grounded and at peace. Even if there's no way to prove that a piece of burnt toast saved your life, Mm 
It is one way to look at life a bit more optimistically. Have a more positive outlook on life and try to not let burnt pieces of toast ruin the rest of your day. Hmm. We can learn a lot from our experiences. Burnt toast theories are a part of our experiences as individuals and just as a testament that the universe, which is also a part of us, is always looking out for us. It also teaches us that in theory, the really there really isn't any accident or mistake hmm. that we cannot learn from, grow from, or avoid. They're the reason for how we can overcome certain things, but mm. also know that the universe is working in our favor, even if it may look negative. Mm. So examples of Bert Toast theories are... As an individual, as individual, excuse me, we can learn from and experience like the burnt toast theory to help us find comfort in knowing that although our path is determined by the direction we walk in, we also may have guardians that protect us from moving a certain direction or way before it becomes time, uh, excuse me, or a way before it time for us to leave the universe the relationships we encounter the loss we experience the interactions we have with new people our generosity our lack of generosity our belief or non-belief in something missing a bus missing an accident by a second believing in a higher power or a spiritual space or rather not all of our experiences exist for reasons we may not know but help us develop and experience life that is predestined all we have to do is exist, and the narrative of our lives plays like a film with us as the main character, overcoming burnt toasts one experience at a time. C'est la vie. C'est la vie. So do you have any burnt toast experiences that come to mind? <clears throat> mm, I think maybe many, but one that I can probably remember is... Hmm, that's a good question. One that I can remember off the top of my head is knowing instinctively that something was wrong when I was pregnant with Wami. Mm -hmm. And sort of listening to myself because had I not listened to or fallen to my intuition, things would have happened differently. Mm -hmm. And I think my burnt toast theory was insisting that, um, well, I knew something was wrong. But I had a bit of a disagreement with my parent because she was just saying, you know, you don't want to do too many sonograms. They're dangerous, blah, 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 blah. Um, so I had initially agreed with her, but I just felt instinctively that something was really wrong. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up going ahead and not canceling the appointment and going to the appointment. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, um, he wasn't going. Something was happening where my placenta wasn't transferring nutrition to him. So he was basically declining in my body. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's when we had the emergency delivery that day. So even though it wasn't an accident that happened directly as a result of something changing, it almost was like I instant instinctively knew to move a certain way in order for a different result to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. How about yourself? Uh, well, plenty of times. I've uh, dodged death quite a few times in my 33 years of life. Um, 
talk about intuition. Um, I've been to or we're going to plenty of parties in um, the DMV area. So perfect example, I was out with my uh, couple of my best friends. We went to a party and my intuition, like my spidey sense just 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 hit me out of nowhere. Right. I was like, guys, I think I'm about to get out of here. We can roll out together or y'all can stay here. Woo, woo, woo. It just just doesn't feel right. And the guys was like, yeah, it is kind of dead in here. Let's roll out and get some food, you know, and hang out. So I think this was in, what was this party? This party was in close to Suitland or something, right? My whole old high school. And as soon as we left, a fight broke out and some shots was fired or whatever. I don't think anybody got killed or whatever, but a fight broke out. Um, I had plenty of those moments, um, been in a couple of car accidents that could have turned out really bad, but I didn't get hurt in any of them. Um, three major car accidents. The last one, um, I didn't even have my seatbelt on. I could have broke my neck, flew through the windshield, whatever, whatever. But I think when it's your time, it's your time, you know? And those very close moments just wasn't my time to, you know, go. Pretty close. Yeah. And speaking of accidents, I did have one where <clears throat> my dad and I, um, I used to take dance classes. And so he was taking me back home and we were passing through 8th Street. And mm -hmm. this was the 8th Street that was like prior to it being renovated gentrified. and changed and yeah. gentrified. Um, so it was pretty kind of rough, you know? Mm -hmm. So one thing that I know is not supposed to happen in D.C. is you're not supposed to do police chases. Mm -hmm. But they would do them anyway. And in this instant, we were so close, so close to being hit during that police chase. Mm. So I don't know what ensued or what happened for the person to be chased by the police. But they sped through a red light. And then the cops had sped through a red light. But we had just, my dad had just stopped the car in time. We were next to this lady. She was like right beside us. Mm -hmm. They hit her. She spins and goes all the way into like a coffee shop Jeez. through the window. Literally. Like we could have also collided with the cops, but mm -hmm. he, had, he saw it just in time to stop. Mm. But her car from being right next to us flipped over into a coffee shop. So it could have been y'all. It could have been, been you. Us. If she was a couple inches exactly. closer. Exactly. Could have been us. Wow. Um, but, yeah, we didn't. We, had he not stopped, it would have been a different story. So what do you think it is? Do you think that things are destined to happen the way they're supposed to happen? Or do you think that we control our destiny and what happens to us? It's a great question. Um, thinking about it, I believe that we have options. Mm -hmm. We always have options as human beings. And I don't remember what we were watching or listening to, but the idea that you can be a millionaire or you can be not a millionaire mm -hmm. and have a different type of profession that you have. Mm -hmm. It just depends on what direction you decide to take in your life. Mm -hmm. So it's up to us. But instead of going right and I go left, your path is going to be different. 
Mm-hmm. Or the choices that I made, for instance, like I know that had I went to MICA, which was my dream school, as opposed to Corcoran, I learned so much from Corcoran, but I think I'd be a different artist in a different environment if had I went to Baltimore. Or even if you didn't reach out to me for a photography shoot. We would, we would not. Mm-hmm. I don't think we would cross paths. Or the fact that I did reach out to you and I ended up establishing a relationship with you, but I never left the country. Mm-hmm. My goal, I actually was going to leave the country that year. Mm-hmm. And I reconsidered that mm-hmm. because I wanted to see, you know, I liked the direction this was going in. And I kind of felt like maybe I could wait on that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, your paths change depending on your the circumstances. You and your de- the, the decisions that you make. Mm-hmm. Because also the people on that plane decided that they wanted to maybe go to Starbucks and then they missed their flight and then they don't end up being in that predicament. So nobody on the plane got hurt or died or anything? Because the whole side minor, of the plane Ill, minor injuries. came off. Minor injuries. That is wild. Yeah. And it's wild because they were saying someone's clothes were completely <laughs> stripped off of them. I can imagine. Yeah, I can and imagine. And phones and, you know, valuables. But... Also, they were protected because had they been 35,000 feet, mm-hmm. it would have been different for them being 10,000 feet. Mm-hmm. So they had just, they were 10 minutes into the air. Ooh. Jeez Louise. So had they been any higher, that's too much pressure on, on a human. I wonder what other instances um, that burnt toast theory um, is like related to like. Maybe um, the way the the world is 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 heading towards you know with all these wars and presidential debates and just random stuff going on. Like, what decision was made for us to go in this direction, or whose decision, or was it a decision? collectively that we all made to go towards this crazy direction that's a great point i often think about how small our world has become Mm -hmm. um as a result of social media Mm -hmm. whereas before we didn't have that tool where we don't have a connection with people from all over the world at you know at the click of a finger Mm mm-hmm Whereas before, I think it's different, like years before, like we don't know what's happening. We wouldn't know what's happening in Palestine and they can create whatever narrative. But because we're now smaller, it's so much easier for us Mm. to feel a sense of connection. But also maybe if it's done on purpose or not done on purpose, we're able to see or create a sense of community as humans Mm. to know or to feel or to experience similar things or to know like kind of be conscious that things are designed or not designed or whatever. So question, one person's decision to make or create social media has led all of us down this path. If that person never decided to create social or the the internet in general, where will we be? (laughs) For the profession that I have, I know that children would be more literate than they are now. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. That's that's a positive I can see from it not existing because I think right now there are also studies because I've been reading just to understand the people that I'm educating, Mm -hmm. how I can help them with the area that they're living in. So right now there are a number of children that have the shakes Mm -hmm. from limited from not having enough time during the day for use of social media or a gadget in front of them because they're still banned in school. So it's like an addiction. It's an addiction, yes. Mm. So like they physically, you can see them not being able to sit still because they want to do something online. Or like they don't retain, you know how it's like everything is two seconds, two Mm. minutes, one minute. Mm -hmm. They can't sit in for 45, two hours still. Do you find that children speak as if they were texting in short form, like short form conversation. It's very scary to watch. That's all I'm wow. going to say about that because I can't say much. Wow. And that's why like sometimes when I try to explain to a non-educator, it's difficult to explain because mm. you're not witnessing what we witness on a regular basis. But all I'm going to say is not everybody, but it is... It's not looking good. Mm. And what does that look like? So now I'm like, if we have brought technology into society, how do we educate? How do we continue to empower the, the future workers or the future billionaires to be able to navigate without being dependent so much on technology? Mm. Because our generation, we learn to do both. We have a balance of not needing technology and a balance of the use of technology. But these kids were born into technology, and that's all you know. It's a different type of person. It's a different type of person. So take away technology. What if it just goes black out? They'll go mad. Because mm. <laughs> they just they've never lived a life without it. Mm. Try asking a child to read a book. Mm. It's very difficult. Some it's hard for it. me too though, because I could sit there for maybe ten or fifteen minutes mm-hmm. and then I'll <laughs> fall asleep a little bit right fall read. asleep or you know there's another distraction or there's something mm-hmm. else that mm-hmm. and, and that's a challenge for all of us um what is it just until recently so I'm starting to go back into social media mode but I had to like deliberately not go on apps mm-hmm. for my own well-being because I felt like I was so dependent like I need to wake up and I need to do this. I need to wake up and I need to scroll, you know? It's 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 small drips of dopamine. It's just yeah, like exactly. when you go to um um slot machines, you know, or what's it called? Um place where they spend money. I got um pu- Casino, I said casino pu- yeah, casino. Casino, <laughs> casino. Yeah. I just had a brain fart. Mm-hmm. It's like casinos, it's like the flashing lights keep you there and they keep it very dark in the casinos with no windows so you don't see the outside world. You don't know what time it is. You're just yeah. caught in that loop of the flash and that small dopamine hit. That actually brings me back to an episode of Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember it. It was like one of the first seasons and this guy was so enticed with his video game mm-hmm. so much so that he fell in love with like someone of the same sex yeah and I it that wasn't one. because he was attracted to it but it's just like just being dependent on that gadget mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i also often feel like a lot of us are attached so much to something that's not real 
mm-hmm. that we forget what's real. Yeah. And that we're not paying attention to what the real thing is. I catch myself too, like being on social media forgetting that my son is calling my name. You know, that's really bad. <laughs> or even absorbing information that may or may not be true without any reliable without sources. Yeah. We've now programmed ourselves to like fact check over something that hasn't been fact checked. Mm-hmm. Rather, mm-hmm. you know, and who knows? Like, does anybody? That was born after 2002 know how to function in a library. I wonder. I don't know. That's the question. I don't know. Are we in the matrix? (laughs) Are there... I was waiting for you to ask this. Are there um, programs that's controlling these burnt toast theories? Are we living in the Mandela effect? Is the Mandela effect... Oh, MG. Something that the programs create is the let me let me backtrack is the mandela effect an effect that happens when the programs go back and fix something in the past or fix something in the present so we forget what happened in the past it's a great question and i'm also wondering like does anyone who's in a different circumstance for us so like let's say i don't know a steve Steve Jobs or a Bezos or like are any of them aware of the matrix? Are they concerned about the matrix for their also well being? Like does mm. do you have to have a certain tax bracket where that doesn't matter anymore? I think they I think those people are rich enough and they bought themselves out of the matrix so they see what's going on but they know how to play the game so we have to learn how to play the game in order to not feel the effects of the matrix Mm -hmm. got it Mm -hmm. maybe it's just a a a huge game i don't know maybe it's reading the signs learn understanding how to uh, read the tea leaves or you know the bones and Maybe the clues to life are there, but we just aren't in tune with the frequency that's giving us the clues. Okay. You ever had um, a situation where you rush out of the house, but then you forget something and you have to go back? What if you didn't forget something? What if you just rushed out the house and know something tragic happens you know what if that's your guardian angel help call calls you for to forget something then you had to rush back so that accident never happened what if right <laughs> it's, it's I don't know man I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure this burnt toast theory out I, I think there's nothing to figure out because it's straightforward Mm. But it is interesting how something like that can occur and you literally have saved yourself from it being your time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Literally. Or it it, it gives you a different narrative of how your life is going to navigate. Seriously, like, I, I feel like, what if? Like, what if I didn't send you a message on Instagram for a photo shoot? We would never be here. Or it could have, like, or is it that we were going to meet, but it wasn't going to be that way? 
it could have been on a totally different circumstance that was yeah, that's not what I'm positive. Could have been a negative exactly. uh, first encounter. Could have been a negative first encounter. Or could have been an encounter where I felt like we could have crossed paths at some point because of the industry that we're in mm-hmm. or the spaces that we're in as artists. And I feel like the amount of people that we knew mutually. It's it hard. It's hard to say. It's yeah, hard, it's hard, hard to, say. to say. Now we're basically just speculating. It's just that. Yeah. I just find it strange for me personally to experience so many tragedies. How in many? My thirty-three years. Um, let's just start off with the three major car accidents. Three major car accidents. The first one, my mother got hurt really bad, and my cousin got hurt really bad. I just had, like, one cut on my hand on the inside of my palm. The second one, my mother got hurt really bad. I just had one cut on my palm. The second time? The second time. Same hand or different? Same hand. Uh, The third time, no seatbelt. I'm driving a work vehicle. Somebody uh, T-boned me and hit me to the side. Mm-hmm. I had the green they had, and they ran the red light. And I had no seatbelt on. I seen, you know what? When you get into a car accident, everything moves slow around you. Like time slows down for some reason. I don't know why that is, but it, it does. And the van flipped Maybe two times, I think, from what I remember. But I wasn't harmed at all. I climbed out the back of the van. Do you know when I when you t- sent me the picture, mm-hmm. how fast I left work that day? Mm-hmm. That was the scariest thing. And you know I don't like driving to, to strange and unfamiliar places. Man, that van was mangled. That scared me. That picture scared me. Mm-hmm. I was very shocked that you managed to get there, on, like, without. Serious I don't know injury. what it is. Could it be guardian angels? Could it be uh, burnt toast theory? Could it be the ancestors working out? Could it be God? Like, I have no idea. But somebody, somebody is looking out, <laughs> and there's a reason why I'm here. I just don't know why. Maybe it's a Raised it's our beautiful son. Maybe it's not my time. Maybe, you know, we have to make a, a, a decision that not only affects us, but a lot more people. Like, I don't know. Do you think when you had the collisions that you felt like there was a lesson behind that? Nah, my and first thought was, what the fuck? <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. And all of them, like, was, were they like the third where it was somebody else hitting you? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Somebody, yep, somebody else usually hits us. Mm. And the thing flips off. I've up. never been in a car accident ever in my life. Yeah, just don't drive far. Um, yeah, but it was crazy. It was a trippy situation, like an outer body experience. The The second one, I did feel my, my spirit kind of leave my body a little bit. That's scary. And I'm like on the outside 
looking at it. Did your life flash be- before you? No. Because I heard that's a thing as well. No. I No. Or oh, it was another instance where um I had a really bad allergic reaction. And my throat swelled up. And I lost con- consciousness for a little bit. Now, that was scary. That I've done. That was scary. But um, my mother took me to... um. The emergency room and they gave uh epi epi pen and some other things mm-hmm. but um yeah that was scary i've had that moment where i've like passed out mm-hmm. and i don't know if it was near death or what like one of the times irresponsible curious bad child mm-hmm. um i swallowed a, a chunk of my grandmother's bp pills Ooh. High blood pressure. Pills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember taking them. Then I remember like mm-hmm. somebody pumping my chest. But then I just saw blue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my grandmother says, my like I heard her say something like, "My daughter's gonna kill me if she found out what happened." Because I wasn't living with my parents at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you have like a loss of time? Yes. Me too. From the time that. I consumed the pills to the time that I was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Like, I just remember people panicking, and then I remembered, like, just blue. Hmm. Blue. Color blue. Indigo. Maybe. It's probably your ancestor looking out. Um, yes, but I've had that too once. Actually, when I was giving birth to Wami, and I saw my mom's eyes. Before I passed out, like you were with Junior, like I, all I remember is like Junior coming out, and then the people walking from the nurses and the doctors that were that were supposed to be there coming, mm. and my mom was just like she hemorrhoids, she bleeds, whatever, and then all of a sudden, like I just started bleeding, mm. and I just started to see like white, and my eyes were going back, and my mom was just like squeezing my head and trying to get me to wake up. Did she tell you that? Mm-mm. And then, um, I don't know. Like, I just felt like I blacked out because I don't remember anything. I just remember somebody pushing on my stomach, screaming, and then just quiet mm-hmm. for a split second. But I just, like, remember, like, white. Like, just seeing, not, like, blank. I did not know any and of she that. She was squeak Like, she probably didn't want to tell you because you were a junior. Remember mm-hmm. when they were doing, like, stuff with you? I don't even remember because she was telling me that you were with him. And said, like, take care of my baby, not take mm-hmm. care of mine. And she just kept, she kept trying. I could feel her squeezing at some point. I couldn't feel her squeeze me anymore. Mm. It was, like, white. <laughs> that, I was, oh, man. Nobody told me that. That kind of messed me up a little bit. <laughs> but it was scary for me because at that second, when I, when I saw my mom's eyes, I was just like, is this the last time I'm, I'm going to look at mm. you? Like, I felt like, damn, might be my last day. <laughs> See that that makes me not want us to have another kid. <laughs> that might be the end of that. <laughs> no, we're not putting you through through that anymore. Uh uh-uh. uh. One more time. No, we have a um, surrogate. Maybe. No. That was scary. Jeez Louise, I think that's a good. And then, <laughs> not a good, but a not yeah, so good. I mean, and then we can yeah, end that on. Sheesh! Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment. Um. <laughs> If you have any stories you want us to research and talk about, just uh, send us an email. If you're an artist that wants to be yes, interviewed, send us an email. 
look forward to chatting with you. All right, guys. Peace. Ciao.